brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Listening to Coffee with Kenobi, you are. With Dan Z and Corey Club, the podcast you're looking for. This is. <laughs> for an entire generation, people have experienced Star Wars the only way it's been possible on the TV screen. But if you've only seen it this way, you haven't seen it at all. This is the podcast you're looking for. We've been waiting for you. The force is strong here. Even stronger than the coffee. Welcome to Coffee with Kenobi. Here are your hosts, Dan Z and Corey Club. All right, well, based on the time and in the interest of keeping everybody on the schedule, we're going to go ahead and get started. Yeah. So, a little celebration, Anaheim. Yeah. Yes. Welcome to the Celebration Anaheim podcasting stage with Coffee with Kenobi. We are, of course, the Star Wars podcast that analyzes our favorite saga in a whole new way. And we are tremendously excited to be here with you for the very first ever Celebration Podcast. We're a trivia question now. That's cool. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So I'm Dan Z. With me is my good friend and co-host, Corey Club. Yeah, hey guys. How's it going? So who's excited to see that last trailer we saw? Oh. Awesome, right? Yeah? It's insane. So, it's uh, crazy exciting. There you go. So, I mean, here's something else that's exciting. This gentleman right here, to my right... Mm. Joining us live on the podcasting stage is John Dak Morton. <laughs> Obviously, everybody knows Dak. He's a Star Wars legend. He's an icon. Luke Scunner in the Battle of Hoth from The Empire Strikes Back. Uh, he's agreed to join us as we look at our topic for the Celebration Podcasting stage. It's the Jedi and Redemption in the Star Wars Saga. We had the pleasure of speaking with John in July of last year, and it was one of the most popular shows we've ever had. Please give a huge celebration and high welcome to John Morton. So we're just going to jump right into it, John. Uh, Clearly, we see redemption for the Father through the Son in Return of the Jedi as Darth Vader saves Luke. However, there are many examples of this theme throughout the saga. What are some other examples, and why is this such a poignant theme throughout Star Wars? Well, I I think it relates to all of us. Uh, I certainly know that in my life, I wish I was somewhat of the person I am today uh, that I was when I was doing Empire Strikes Back. Maybe I would have lived. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, redemption is a theme we can all understand. Uh, Some people who are cynical say, oh, it only comes with maturity. But I think there's some other things that might be identified with the Force, which uh, uh, facilitates redemption. Um, And I think that's what's so inspiring about Star Wars. Don't you guys think that? Absolutely. You know, know, George, when he pulled from um, Joseph Campbell and Jung and all of the archetypes and the hero's journey, uh, 
uh, it was an inspired choice. And Star Wars, at the time, I was thinking in terms of uh, filmmaking like uh, Coppola uh, and the work that he was doing with The Godfather and, uh, and Apocalypse Now. But as I tell everybody that asks, uh, do we feel that The Godfather or Apocalypse Now inspires us today or inspired us then? It, it, it wasn't a, a, an edifying message. It was a powerful one. But in retrospect, the redemption I think I feel from Star Wars is that I see worldwide with people like you and all over here today in Anaheim that Star Wars is having an impact in our lives today and will continue to do that you know, for generations, which can't be said for a lot of the filmmaking that was done in the 1970s. Not to say it was bad, but that's consistent with I think, the theme you're trying to develop. Very much so. So let's transition a little bit to Rebels. Everybody's kind of excited about that. The first season of Rebels just just ended it uh, this past uh, April. And um, comparing and contrasting the different types of redemption and, and both Luke's experiences with the, in the original films uh, and Kanan on Rebels, uh, we've seen uh, most of season one, and we, we, we see, of course, how does that transition, uh, if you've seen it, uh, you know, between the, you know, the master and apprentice relationship uh, and finding redemption in, uh, in, that, in their stories? Well, I, I can't say that I'm really savvy with all the ins and outs of Rebels. I haven't seen every episode, but I've seen quite a bit. But I am interested, very curious, in uh, Kanan's uh, development. Uh, and uh, the same thing with uh, Sabine, uh, in many ways. I mean, they're characters that, uh, in some ways, uh, you know, they, they started out on one path and somehow went on another. And I think as we see the series develop over the course of the next few seasons... Uh, we'll get a better sense of that. But yeah, you're absolutely right. It's in there. You see it all the time. I think the redemption thing is really particularly strong when it comes to fear and facing your fear, which is a, a wonderful, powerful message, clearly. Um, and teaching is also important, too. Anybody here surprised that we're going to talk about teaching today? <laughs> no. It's, you know, it's kind of what we do, isn't it, Rogues? That's right. You bet. So uh, mentorship and teaching take place, obviously. One of the biggest examples of this, I think, is through conquering fear, which is what Luke does with the emperor, naturally. And Cannon does at the end of season one when he defeats the Inquisitor. So, how does controlling fear lead to personal growth and insight? And what can we as a culture take from this? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Want a sip of water? <laughs> well, I, I think uh, I can speak for myself, uh, if that's all right. Please do. Uh, the, when I was young, I had a lot of fears, and uh, I thought I had mastered them. Uh, as a master of disguises. Um, but, uh, you know, again, as I've gotten older, you know, the fears are, you know, not there anymore. It's sort of like, you know, uh, I, I think as we get older and as we develop the insights and as we become redeemed, uh, we realize that there's another plan at work uh, and our task is to make sure we're always aligned with the force, if you will. And as long as we do that, there's nothing to fear. I mean, you know, I mean, obviously, uh, bad things happen to good people, uh, but um, you can't let that control your life. That's, good. That's a good way to put it. And, and fear plays a big part in uh, Rebel season one. It also plays a big part in Empire Strikes Back, uh, with the reveal of Darth Vader uh, being Luke's father. Uh, you know, the other thing too about fear is it seems to thrive on us as as, as people, and, and overcoming that uh, makes it a good redemption story to tell. Yeah. Um, I also think that coming along with uh, fear and redemption 
comes uh, a trauma that comes with that too. That it comes with uh, yeah. post traumatic stress, uh, also evident uh, in Star Wars. There's a lot of folks that uh, you know they're fighting a war. There's a lot of people coming out of this uh, to be able to just you know live their daily lives and move on from the experiences experiences they've had. Um, so through surviving the confrontation on Cloud City, uh, to, you know, to surviving Order 66, both Luke and, and Kanan have been thrust into the, these new leading roles uh, by leading by example. And despite uh, you know, great hardship they had to endure, uh, what does this say about both the innate ability of the Force as well as teaching and, and leadership? Well, I think uh, you sort of, I sort of feel like I, I learned the Force a little bit more from finding myself around people who are similarly inspired. And that reinforces the reality. And I can say that uh, I, I really feel that its presence is here. I don't want to sound like I'm chilling for dissing or anything like that. Because <laughs> I'm not. They don't even know who I am. They think, they think I'm dead. <laughs> not quite dead. But think about it. I mean, uh, this, this gathering is quite extraordinary. I, I, if anybody had followed the tweeting that was going on last night for the folks that were in the line, uh, I went down there. I asked a lot of you who were queuing up, uh, were any of you in the line down there? Was anyone in the line last night? Yeah. Wow. And you're still well, smiling. <laughs> well, you guys correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if I met you or if you knew I was down there, but around 8.30, I went down and I walked right in the center and walked right up and talked to as many people that felt like they wanted to talk to me. And I did not find one person who was griping. Uh, and, uh, you know, you can't fake that. You know, it wasn't the, the best of circumstances, and I don't know how you all felt at 4.30 in the morning if you weren't sleeping. But to me, that's a testimony, and I, I choose to see the glass half full. Um, I don't know how else the uh, powers that be could have managed the demand. Uh, I was talking to my daughter, who's working with Mary Franklin right now about that, and she, she said the same thing. She said, I don't, I don't see how you could have done it differently. There was a demand to be there, and um, the folks wanted to, to put up with all of that. So what I found was that, you know, the force, as it were, is is present. There are all sorts of people here. I think there's something like 50,000. I mean, think about it. And everybody's cheerful. Nobody's griping. There must, must be a few, but that's the power, and it reinforces each other. And I think that uh, you can recognize that community, which reinforces the trust that you have uh, in the goodness uh, you can see it in people's eyes when you're going through, you know, the supermarket checkout line. Sometimes, if you bother to look to the person who's checking your 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 groceries, and you can see something in their eyes, and you can tell. And if you acknowledge that by saying, "Aren't we being blessed by this wonderful day we're having?" You know, suddenly it's like, "Hey, yeah, man, that's good." So I think that's our uh, that's our cause uh, to go out there and, and reinforce uh, the force or whatever you want to call it from whatever your belief system is. And I think what happens with Ezra Bridger uh, is he had something in himself that he didn't really know much about, but he was a street urchin. He was alone out there. He was, you know, throwing his little things with a slingshot here and there and just making a nuisance out of himself. But then he, he made the great leap of faith, got on board the ghost, and, uh, you know, there he was finding family, and uh, he had a wonderful role model, model in Hera, 
and who, by the way, I think Vanessa is uh, really embodies yes. that character yeah. so well. I haven't met her yet, but my daughter has, and everything I've seen about her suggests that here is one leader amongst us all that uh, is worthy of emulating and following and being inspired by. But, you know, we feed off of each other. I can see it out there with all of you folks here. You know, everybody in this room is remarkable in their own way. Yes. I'm glad to be a part of your family. Oh, we're, we're thrilled that you're here. Are you kidding me? I think you'll find that most of the people that I've, I'm sorry, I'm popping the mic. Most of the people that I've had the pleasure of working with in doing the films and in these these uh, conventions, uh, we're more interested, if we have the time, to hear about your stories and what, what you all bring to Star Wars and what Star Wars has done to bring to you uh, meaning in your lives because you're obviously sharing it. Yes. Well, absolutely. Very, yeah, very good. Well said. Yes, very well said. Well, it's Dak. What do you expect? <laughs> yeah. I got nothing to lose. I'm gone. That's right. That's right. Yes. Um, I do want to go back to um, Rebels, the end of season one. And, and did any of you hear our last interview with Freddie Prince Jr. by chance? Yeah. Remarkable, remarkable guy. Looking forward to hopefully getting a chat with him on Saturday. I'm sure we'll all get a chance to see him at the, at the post conference, the press conference. But he talked about, we asked him point blank, did Cannon touch the dark side? At the end of season one. And of course, Kevin, you were there. You, you chatted with us at the end for Rebels Reactions. And, and Frey said, no, no way. I'm just focused. And he let go of that fear. He continues to be a great mentor. What did everybody think about the end when Ezra is asked, is Cannon okay? And he says, yeah, he's more than okay. Maybe want to come up here real quick and tell us what they thought? Yeah. There's one mic over. <laughs> There you go. There you go. It's Laird Malamud, everybody. Well, first of all, thanks thanks for having an open mic. That's cool. <laughs> Hi, everybody. And what an awesome show you guys have been putting Thank on you. for Thank you. over a year now, almost two years now, right? Yeah. Yeah, which is which is amazing. It's, it's always thoughtful to just heard today. So good job for Thank you. What, what did I, I mean, it was a powerful show. I mean, I, I don't often have time to go back and rewatch them multiple times. And I went, I'm like, as soon as I finished watching that episode, I went back and watched it again just to have that moment. That moment was like, that's, we've seen someone come of age. And you guys talked about confidence before or, or fears, and then that's the flip side of confidence, right? And like, how cool is it that we can see our heroes get that confidence? And, you know, personally, I look at that and I go, well, I can, I can conquer anything too. I just go through whatever I'm going through, and you know you face it. So I I found it really inspiring. I mean I find actually I think with the heart they put into Rebels, and I sound like a shill for Disney too. Well, um, but uh, we all are. We spend a lot of money to come here. We yeah, all exactly. <laughs> I, I just found that that the way that the cast brought that together, and um, and it just it really did. It felt like Star Wars. I mean I really want because that's what I really felt like by the end of that season, which is like. Yeah, that's Star Wars. Oh my goodness! I mean, yeah, I love Clone Wars, but even more than Clone Wars, Rebels really for me is, is Star Wars. So. Very, very good. Yeah. Well, we've got a thank you so much, Larry. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So it looks like the first transport is in fact away, and Dak is clear for takeoff. So he's going to head towards Star Wars Trooping and Military Service Professionals in Room Three Hundred Three, and that's from one o'clock to two o'clock on the Star Wars fan stage. So before you continue on, sir, what can we look forward to from your panel? Well, um, as I kind of went around for the last few years, uh, in particular, uh, going from convention to convention, I, I found that there was an extraordinary number of men and women uh, 
uh, who were EMTs, firefighters, uh, law enforcement, uh, National Guard, uh, military veterans. And uh, my background is, is Navy, and uh, one of my daughters is actually serving in the Navy right now. And all of our family, there are quite a few of them are down in San Diego. So I thought, you know, here's two parts of my life uh, that I really have a heart for kind of pulling together for personal reasons, but uh, I wanted to represent the military community or the, or the service personnel, uh, the men and women worldwide, uh, in this sort of Star Wars fan base that we have. And I pitched the idea to Mary Franklin when she asked for panel ideas. And I was really thrilled that she honored that. She said, yeah, we'd really like to do that. So I uh, worked with the SoCal Garrison, the 501st, with Leslie Parker, who's done a lot of work, big, you know, celebrations. And we put together a wonderful panel of men and women uh, who are going to talk about Star Wars and their experience in the armed forces. And uh, the gentleman who inducted me into the Mandalorian Mercs, uh, Daryl Vincent, uh, will be there uh, from the Blue Moon Clan. And that's the most recent organization I've become a part of. And Daryl uh, is going to make a statement uh, that was the statement he gave to me when I met him uh, in Lexington, Kentucky. He had just come back from Afghanistan. And uh, I'm going to speak for him in case you guys can't come to attend this thing. But you know, he had some PTSD issues. And uh, he's very talkative about this now. And he said, John... The thing about the Mandalorian Mercs, the way I feel about my clan, is I never thought I would feel so loved and supported to the extent that I, I found with my uh, mates in Afghanistan. And that, if anybody served either in law enforcement or whatever, if you have that kind of uh, bond with men and women uh, that you experienced in combat or in distress, and that they're there for you at 4 o'clock in the morning, when you're in that dark night of the soul. Now that speaks volumes, and I wanted to share that with everybody. So you're going to hear a lot of testimonies on that. Powerful stuff. Definitely. Yeah. So we couldn't uh, give you anything that we want to give away. We have these coffee that's going to come out. We had some tickets go out for folks that would be getting one. We're doing a drawing later. So, Dak, we definitely want to give you an <laughs> yes. exclusive That's you, my friend. Money. I have to say, seen this on the internet and in the Facebooks and Twitters and whatever, and uh, it, there is a word uh, that you use occasionally, and it's covet. <laughs> <laughs> I have coveted one of these, and I know oh, well. I'd actually get one. <laughs> you got oh, one. Nice. Thank you. Thank you for all you do. Thank you so much. I'll put my water in it so people don't think I'm having white wine. <laughs> Well, one of my friends said, hey, you're drinking white wine already. I said, no, no, that's L.A. Basin water. And it's actually it's quite good. It comes from the fountain out here. It's very cold. Right, well, but it's not white wine. So. No, no, and neither is ours. Well, Corey's actually might be. Cheers. No. All right, thank you so much, John, for being here. One more time for Dak, everybody. Best of luck. All right, well, let's talk about uh, what's been going on today. Anything exciting going on? <laughs> yes, a few things. Imagine, okay, picture this, right? We, uh, we're getting in line. We're going to go see. We're going to try to get into the main room. We did. We got in the digital stage. It was still incredibly fun. 
and we're looking at our phones, right? And the people who are, are going to come and help us up are still outside, and they're not showing the trailer, which we all know is going to be there, right? I mean, everybody knew that was going to happen. And my phone is starting to die. I'm like, oh, boy, this is a perfect storm. But you know what? It's going to be aight. And it was. <laughs> and it was. And one of the things that happened that gave us such peace of mind is that Mr. Mike Pilot has been so instrumental to Coffee with Kenobi, becoming a podcast, giving us advice all the time, becoming like a brother to me, honestly. And he was in here before we were helping us set up. I just want to acknowledge Mr. Mike Pilot and Thank you. All right, let's talk about, before we get to the trailer, because we got to talk about the trailer, let's talk about the J.J. Abrams and Kathleen Kennedy panel highlights. Yeah, it, I mean, it was so cool to see him up on stage. Obviously, um, for me for me as a fan, I, I like J.J. Abrams' work. He does incredible stuff. Um, and Kathleen Kennedy, they were, to be there as a presence for the corporation, too, uh, and Dag had mentioned before we got started, set it up, it was like, it's from the, from the top, yeah. as far as fandom goes. Um, you know, it, it's so cool to see that, I think, because... Uh, they give it a presence, and they, they're here for the fans and be able to, to represent that. Yeah. Well, I mean, isn't, isn't Kathleen Kennedy so charming? <laughs> yeah, I mean, she, she just is. has this glow about her that you just you just want to get to know her. Well, of course, she does run Lucasfilm. That wouldn't hurt either. Yeah. But, yeah, she she seems really, really cool. Uh, they were very – they didn't at the beginning, I don't think they told us a whole lot. We didn't know. And then they started showing these incredible images yeah. and started talking about these experiences. And – I just want to talk about right now BB-8. Yeah, that was that know, was phenomenal. Absolutely I will, phenomenal. I will say, Dan, I, you know, when I first saw the teaser trailer, the original one that came out last year, I thought it was CGI, and yeah. uh, I was like, "Oh, it's CGI. Okay, they're making some things up, you know, cool." But when he rolled it out, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I was kind of like, "It's like a magic trick." I was just mind blown. So as far yeah. as um, you know, seeing that and and being able to. Uh, just see that they're doing using practical effects on something like that that's so unique, so different. Uh, it was really well received. Well, the, the physics of when he rolled out. Yeah. I and mean, there's a part he's like, oh my gosh, I hope this works. And it worked to perfection. Yeah. It absolutely worked to perfection. And, and I couldn't really, anybody in here know anything about how to build a droid? Any droid builders in here? Anybody? There you go. Any, you have any theories about how they did that? No? <laughs> he's shaking his head. Yeah, well, that's probably the only thing we have in common as far as building a droid. I don't know how to do that either. But, yeah. Okay. Interesting. So then uh, we, the cast comes out and completely charming and effervescent. And we learn a couple of new things. Uh, anything about you want to say about the cast before we learn about their characters? I thought they were great. Uh, just their personalities coming out there and being on the stage and being able to do that. It was so cool to see that. Uh, their energy, too, obviously. And, and, and the diverse cast overall. You know, we've got some great new characters to follow. And be able to see so, and I'm, I'm glad they showed up and, and followed some up some some questions. So yeah, well let's let's just go there. I try to to write down <laughs> some of the things that that they said. They didn't, of course, tell us very much. Um, Daisy Ridley's character is on the desert planet Jakku. Yeah, we all thought it was Tatooine. Yeah, anyone was anyone show of hands? Was anyone disappointed it's not Tatooine? You can be honest. I was disappointed. I mean, you yeah. know, I think so. it doesn't mean that it's not going to be there. Maybe Jakku is like slang for Tatooine. <laughs> <laughs> Most likely not. Joe, do you think it's slang? No. no. He says no, so it's got to be. Um, so John Boyega, go ahead. Yeah, John, I was going to say John Boyega was on there. Uh, and he filled some interesting questions. Because I, we saw that teaser, and everybody's wondering what side he's on. He was cool, too. He played it smooth, man. Definitely yeah. smooth for, for the questions. Um, yeah, but I think it's cool that uh, he was up there and able to do that. Well, he says, uh, my character is in incredible danger and makes a big decision as a stormtrooper. And then like, when they ask him, are you good, are you bad? And he says, I, you know, I can't remember. I can't help but feel like that's a meta discussion. Like he can't remember because in the film maybe he can't remember. I don't know. Yeah. 
Can we just violate our speculation? <laughs> no, we didn't. No. Um, so Oscar Isaac, best friggin' pilot is what he said. Yeah. <laughs> I, wonder how, I wonder how Hera and Harrison Ford would feel about that. But so he's the best friggin' pilot and uh, sent in a mission by a certain princess. Mm. And then he meets, he meets John Wayne and lives change. Yeah. The other thing, too, is that they kept talking about those characters and how they interact with each other. And it just made me think of the original trilogy as far as Han, Luke, and Leia coming from different backgrounds all across the galaxy, yeah. inter- introducing each other to each other and, and working together at, at, at all, all the same goals. So I wonder if that's the overall theme, too. So it's exciting to see that that dynamic is still involved. Well, how about those images, too? Like, I mean, yeah. we saw some pretty phenomenal images. Anything hit your mind there? Um, I, I liked that uh, Ray was a scavenger. Made it interesting. We don't have we don't haven't seen too much scavengers unless it's been another alien race of some sort, hawking their goods. Um, but uh, have a human figure do that, and um, obviously she's. I don't know if it's, if it's some kind of a, a career path for folks that maybe aren't necessarily doing things. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm speculating, I guess. Yeah. What's well, uh, <laughs> I like that you said hawking your goods and you had a straight face. Hawking my goods. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like a peddler or something. Um, let's talk about the trailer. Yes. Let's talk about the trailer. And, and it, yes, for sure. And, and, it, and we are going to have you all come up and give us your opinions on the trailer, too, because that's really important. What do you think? <laughs> Were you, has uh, anyone else done this? I think time? I'm still shaking uh, from just the overall power of it. I mean, thinking in my mind, just, it was action scene after action scene, characters like we, they just talked about on the screen. So I got a, some, some evidence as far as how they interact with each other. Um, on the trailer, the teaser trailer, and it, oh man, the, the final scene with uh, Han Solo and Chewbacca. Oh my God! I just, I think I just. When like, he said we're home, and then he yeah. like we're oh, part of that as well. That, the marketing and the, and the way they put that together was incredible. Well done. There's and uh, how many of you saw it more than once? You gonna stay for the second viewing? Yeah. yeah. Who's on their phone right now watching it? <laughs> <laughs> well, wait till the panel's over. Yeah, you like my students on your phone. <laughs> um, we saw it once because we had to run down here and set up, but. I mean, I was smiling the whole time during the panel anyway, and then seeing those, I mean, the, the Star Destroyer crashed into yeah, that. Let's, I don't know what to say. Does anybody have first impressions they want to come up and, and yeah. say, say real fast? Uh, go ahead. Come, come on, on up. Introduce yourself and tell us where you're from and uh, tell us what you think. Hello. Sean. I'm from uh, Radio Free Tattooing. I, uh, I just got out of the the, the viewing right around the corner, so I'm very fortunate to be one of the first ones in here. Um, I have a very—I come from a very emotional family, so when I see things like movie trailers, etc., I, I tear up all the time. When I watched the first trailer, I was at work in the back room on my phone crying, and we've got customers out there. Okay, let's do this. So I go out there. Uh, so that's what I was expecting this time, and it starts up, and we see you know, Ray speeding along. I thought, all right, cool, cool. The Star Destroyer, wow, this is cool. But there was something inside that I, I thought every scene was cooler and cooler, but it, it didn't hit me like the first one until Chewie or home. Oh my and, gosh! And I just felt <laughs> seeing the villain too. Yeah, seeing the, the face of that villain was. Pretty stunning. Pretty, pretty stunning. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, they revealed a lot too, uh, and much as we like to talk about spoiler-free stuff, um, I didn't. I didn't know any what I was going to see. Um, 
as far as uh, the, the anatomy of racing through the Star Destroyer uh, yeah. or whatever, uh, you know, it seems like there's a, there's a torch, there's a, there's a torn universe here. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's definitely up in the air for what's going to happen. I think the most, and thank you, by the way, so much. I think what's really cool um, when you hear Mark Hamill's narration, yeah. You know, my sister has it, and then there's a lightsaber. I thought people would yeah. be screaming more than they did for that moment. Now, I wonder, was that Princess Leia's lightsaber? Was she checking out Luke's and holding it for him while they went to the bathroom? Or what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, I, it's, it happens so fast, uh, but I think it's, um, it's been, you know, we were talking 30 years in between things. So I think she's yeah. coming to her own. Uh, but I'd, I'd love to see her do some action um, and, and, and have her own lightsaber. And, and definitely, I think it would be very cool. So. And we also want to come up and share your initial thoughts. There he is. Thomas Riddle, Stars in the Classroom. Wow. Um, glad to be here. Great job. Thank you. The trailer was fantastic from a storytelling point of view. I thought Hamill's narration nailed it. So mm-hmm. you go from, my father has it, and you see Vader's helmet. You say, I have it, and you see Luke's hand. Oh, yeah. My sister has it, and what appeared to me to be Vader's saber. Uh, well, on that, it'll be a lot better. Or, or, yeah, sure. that or Luke's. Luke but, you know, someone's. But the fact, if it was Vader's, the thing, a lot, there's a lot of power in mythology and storytelling with, with weapons and passing weapons down, especially swords, um, yes. from, from father to son and, or sibling and, and, and children. And in this case, I think it's really cool, if it is Vader's, um, that Leia is taking it. And it's almost like the passing of the sword is like passing the mantle. The colors they used were great, so when you see uh, Kylo Ren in these primal colors of red and black and fire, and, and just that one trailer told so much of the story, I think, um, that I think it's setting us up for some fantastic storytelling. Mm-hmm. And then the humor and the touchiness at the end with Chewie were home, um, oh because I think a lot of people smiled at that as well. So, But I think from a to- storytelling perspective, they nailed it in that, in that teaser. So. Mm-hmm. Very much so, very much so. Thank you, Thomas. Thank you, Thomas. Anyone else want to come on down? Look at Richard foaming at the mouth back there. <laughs> come on up. Jill Stitzer from the Canton Academy. I told Mike, one way or another, I'm getting on the podcast. <laughs> you did. Yeah. Uh, I'll take it from a different perspective. The, uh, the cinematography lot different uh, looks completely different from the prequels or the original it's got a it's, it's the, the world looks dirty but the film looks clean and crisp if that makes any sense I like that and uh, also made me hungry when you said that too and, and I, I, didn't, I didn't smile I when I saw Harrison well, I heard the voice and I was like there we go there's that gruff voice that I love and uh, grabbed Ashley hugged her and I was bawling, screaming, I was just shaking her, like holding her. Uh, So many emotions running through. Man, it was, uh, uh, for the first time ever, Mike, I am speechless. Wow. (laughs) And we got on tape, too. Joe from the Kinnikin. Yeah, just seeing Harrison Ford in the end like that was just... Unbelievable, and like seeing the Falcon there, he's you know he's got his silver his silver mane yeah. that we'll all have someday probably. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully. <laughs> it doesn't go away. Oh yeah, That's I can see that. I, um, I want to let's move on to our collector. In this, anyone else? Anyone else? Last anyone else? chance. To talk sure, about the trailer. Here we go. 
Come on down, Richard. Skywalking through Neverland. Yeah. Hello. Jesus. Hey, good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see you guys. When did you guys get in? Oh, well, I was late last night. Alright, who shed a tear? Who shed a tear? <laughs> I was bawling. There's my sweetie wife Sarah right over there. We were clutching onto each other. Her fingernails clutched into my, into my wrist. Stop bleeding. But that was just, that was just amazing. It was. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't know that there was a Star Destroyer that very first shot. Oh, yeah. My mind just went, <laughs> I couldn't even focus on anything. Then the second time around, I was like, is that a Star Destroyer? How did I not see a Star Destroyer? <laughs> and then come the other shots, but in the end, we see Han Solo and Chewbacca. Yeah. Come on, come on. Come on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm a vintage fan, but was it me or did that shot strike a nerve because it was very uh, it replicated that publicity shot we saw back in 1977 this guy's like yeah Han and Joey but this time they were they were flipped yes Uh, so Han was on the right hand side that's that's where my brain went that's pretty cool it's the way you were standing that's why it was flipped (laughs) 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 Joey or Han Oh, nice. Very well done. Thank you. Right. Gary Corey, everybody. Thank you, Richard. Skywalking in A bunch of great podcasts here. Mike, yeah. you want to say something? <laughs> yeah, actually, I do. Attaboy. <laughs> Mike Pilot. So I just wanted to share something with you all that I just saw online. Not that I wasn't paying attention. Oh, no, we understand. <laughs> but if you go to apple.com slash trailers, the new teaser's up there. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, after the show... Get out there, download it, watch it. Because yeah. twice wasn't enough. And, no, no, once was enough. That's all I've seen. So <laughs> yeah, that's what you need to see it again. <laughs> so I just, uh, I wanted to share something about Dan and Corey, about how they are as podcasters and what they do for fans and how they, you know, how they live their Star Wars lives. Um, came across Dan over a year ago and was listening to their show and he contacted me about Will Sith and. Well, what Brian and Amy and Bobby, what we all do, you know, for, for making Star Wars good for everybody. It's a safe place to talk about all your views and stuff. And Dan and Corey, just talking to them, they became fast friends because how they are with teaching and sharing what Star Wars means to them with your guests, with everything you do on your website, you reach out to family. I think they do a great job, and I think they deserve some applause for that because there are a lot of people that you know, they want to be heard. And I think Dan and Corey would easily step to the side if there's something more important thing needed to be said, not just what they need to say. So, sure. thank you, Mike. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Great kind of you. That's awesome. Yeah, this is a it's a wonderful community, and uh, we have a lot of amazing bloggers. A lot of bloggers here. Bloggers, can you say hello? Yeah, really. yeah, I love Corey Lars. I love it. Um, one of them, a um, good friend of ours, um, again, we've made a lot of incredible friends of stars. I know you all have, and I can't wait to see what happens by Sunday evening if we're still awake and conscious. <laughs> um, but Jeff McGee, um, he's going to join us on the podcasting stage, talk a little bit about the great collectibles that we have. He's from uh, Marm Dog Media, Assembly of Geeks, and he's a blogger. Say hello to Jeff McGee. Hello, Jeff McGee. <laughs> I have not seen the trailer yet. What? Oh, tell, no. tell them why. Tell them why. I was standing in line because I was told we could get it at ten. 
and standing in line to get in here. So I'm going to watch it as soon as this is over. But thanks for spoiling it for me. <laughs> wow, that was like a major. Oh, just yeah. outdid ourselves. Yeah, it's yeah. all right. It's all right. That's right. That, is there's there's bitter in this class. If you take that. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Well, let's let's talk about the collectible news. Uh, let's talk about the celebration store. What do you kind of have your eye on right now? Uh, well, you went the list alphabetically or by price. Uh, <laughs> there's so this is my first celebration, so I'm a little overwhelmed. But uh, of course, people who know me and now people who don't know me will know Bosk is my favorite bounty hunter. Yes. And if you love Boba Fett, you've got plenty of Boba Fett swag you can get. But Bosk, you don't really get that much. And there is a Bosk hoodie. It's only like what? for the low, low price of one hundred dollars. I was gonna say, yeah, sold American already. I, that's that's the, that's the one thing. And I've got to buy four of the Rancor bottle openers because apparently all my friends are alcoholics. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, as far as the store goes, there's those items and the uh, the Max Rebo plush. Have you guys seen that? Yes. Woo! Isn't that thing awesome? So if anybody grabs one, grab two, and I'll we'll work out a deal later. <laughs> In the back um, of the hall, yeah. And then yeah, t-shirt after t-shirt after t-shirt. Yeah. And just keep. They just keep posting more and more T-shirts, and you know our friend Scott Murray is Mr. T-shirt, so I'm afraid he's gonna. Like <laughs> you say, he's Mr. T. I'm like, wow. Yeah. yeah well, Mr. T-shirt. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm afraid he's gonna blow his budget just on the shirts. But um, yeah, I I'm very excited. I've got to get down to the store as soon as this is over. And what about you guys? Is there anything you got your eyes on? Well, Dan and I talked about this last night. Kind of, we were getting things organized, and uh, he was pulling up some of the merchandise and stuff, and. And he's like, I gotta get this this Funko this doll. It's, yeah, this, that Boba Fett, uh, that Boba Fett Funko, yeah. that that Shogun style, that thing is awesome. Is it even? I hope it's still available. I mean, still yeah, open. I'm a little worried. It will be on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> Double the price. What about just from the store specifically, though? Um, you know, they showed some stuff um, online uh, leading up to celebration, and um, I'm not a big merchandise person, but um, I got to come away with something. I got to come with a T-shirt or something, and I, I don't know what else is out there. What vendors have um, so. I'm excited to get on the, on the floor and check it out. Um, I think some, I would definitely get one of the T-shirts uh, just to say about the T-shirt. I was there and did it. So, no, that new Force Awakens. See, that's the first yeah, piece of, of Force Awakens merchandise, and it's got that beautiful celebration logo and the Force for Change logo. I think that's the one that looks the most appealing so far. Of course, as I mentioned on our last show, which came out yesterday, yesterday, I'm sure you all downloaded and listened to it already, right? Everybody, yeah, right. That's great. Um, <laughs> The, the Shakespearean Luke Skywalker holding the stormtrooper. Oh, yeah. I mean, how could I mean I I have to get that. That's I think that's in my uh, coffee with Kenobi contract, isn't it? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Anything else from the store itself? From the store itself, oh, the suit. What about the sushi thing? That's that's actually that's that's the one thing I'm glad you mentioned. Jay that. likes that. Yeah, that's the one thing I've got to come away with. Uh, I don't need. I don't. Not like I'm going to make my own sushi at home because I get my food poisoning from Taco Bell. But uh, yeah, that that thing is is cool. And I love. Does it actually say it's a wrap on there somewhere? It does. It does. Why does right? it? Yeah. Did you design that? No, I did not. Oh, okay. You should have. I was going to say. The whole thing's fishy to me. Sorry, it had to be done. Oh, get out. <laughs> oh, you can stay. I, I will in about twenty minutes. Okay. Uh, let's well, let's talk about the exclusives on the floor. We, we mentioned Funko, that Boba Fett thing. I definitely have my eyes on that. It's not the uh, Han Solo and Carbonite that I've been coveting for over seven thousand credits. You know, um, Funko, General Giant. Anything else look really cool? I mean, the, the Macquarie uh, General Macquarie bus is pretty sweet, isn't it? It's okay. Mini bus aren't my thing, uh, especially not for that price. But uh, I might make an exception because it does. It looks a lot like him, and it would look nice next to my Macquarie action figure. That's true. And what about yours? You're sort of like 
Hey, you're still trying to convince me to get a BB-8 tattoo. <laughs> no, it's Chopper. Oh, Chopper. So, um, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, the, I, I, the, other, the other thing I think I'm going to look for Force Awakens stuff because um, it seems unique enough. Um, I know they're going to have like a, a costuming uh, display. I'd be interested to go check that out as well. Um, but yeah, anything I think that says Force Awakens on it is unique uh, because you're here and it's here and you can't get anywhere else. It's it's unique enough, so I'm definitely checking that stuff out. I think I like I other hopefully there are coffee mugs besides you know these little beauties right yeah, here. I know that like was a job of the job, job, job of the hut. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, more puns. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of General Giant, though, we didn't talk about the uh, jumbo C-3PO droids figure. Yeah, oh, right? yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. got very excited about that, and it's also one hundred dollars American. And Hallmark has their exclusives. Anybody interested in the Hallmark exclusives? Yes. The, yeah, the Macquarie Luke Invader. And I, there's one more. There's one more uh, set of exclusives that I'm particularly excited about, and it's from Norse Legion. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, we're going to have Kevin from Norse Legion come up in a month. Let's uh, thank Jeff for being yeah. up here. Thanks, Jeff. Jeff. So Kevin Lyle from Norse Legion is here. He's graciously offered to give away five rings from the Star Wars collection, which can be redeemed in booth 1103. So make sure you visit him and see all the wonderful merchandise. Uh, they have Celebration exclusives, amazing items. I have a ring here. And he's got oh. the ring. Oh, he's got oh, the wow. rings right here. Yeah, yeah, I do. But yeah. I also want people to come visit you because you're awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's go. right. All right. Please welcome Kevin Lyle. Hey guys, how y'all doing? Good to finally meet you. Yeah, you too, you too. Hi, how y'all doing? I just want to comment on Mike Pilot's wardrobe. Man, you look marvelous in that leather jacket. Hey, yeah. So, you uh, you got some awesome things to give away, don't you? Oh, yeah, I do. Uh, Why can you give me that? How did you want to do that? Uh, Well, everybody has a raffle ticket, yes. Raise your hand if you do not have a raffle ticket. Everybody have a raffle ticket? You put your name on it. Yes? Okay, good. We're going to start doing some drawing. Yeah. Um, looks like we've got a couple of volunteers that can read. How you want to do this? You want to draw with you? Um, you want to have them do it? You want to have Jay do it? How are you going to do it? I'm All right, let's, let's have Kevin do a couple. Okay. All right, last call. Good. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so, sure. Yes. Absolutely. All right. All right, you go ahead. You go ahead and mention that. This is Jay Krebs, one of our Caucus Kenobi bloggers. Yeah. We're shaking, we're shaking, we're shaking, and we're picking. Go. Oh, I'm okay. sure it's the other way. That's not a number, it's someone's name. Yes. Yeah. Kyla King. Yeah. Kayla King. Yeah. All right, Kayla. Yeah. So you, get, you get one of our uh, most recent items. It is a long time ago spinner ring. It says long time ago in the galaxy, far, far away. If this is a picture, you can bring it down to my booth and we'll get one of the pictures, okay? Thank you. Yay. Congratulations. There's Kyle, right? Very good, very good. All right, next. Let's see what we have here. It's kind of these names I can't pronounce. Um, <laughs> Al- is it Albert? Or Top Lisa? How do you say that? Albert? Well, she's a teacher. She'll be able to read it. <laughs> Is there anybody in the room named Albert? <laughs> Did they make laugh? Oh, they laughed. Well, well, so uh, yeah, that's <laughs> That is unfortunate. It doesn't say Corey Club. Yeah. 
Nope. Let's see, we got somebody else here. We got uh, Stephen Howard. Thank you for that nice name. All right. Congratulations, <laughs> Stephen. Yeah, you got one too. <laughs> awesome. My voice is really hoarse from, uh, from that trailer. Yeah. I, was, I was screaming when PB8 came out, yeah. and I was like in the second row, so, and I swear to God, he looks right at me. I was screaming, dude, so my voice is really, really hoarse. Anyway, That's awesome. Uh, Thomas Buba. Bela. Thomas. Another one. This is uh, a ring a long time ago. I remember just like I said, her doesn't fit. You can bring it down and you're staying for us, guys. Excellent. Thank you. I'm coming you know, up I'm going to throw in a... Just because I want to be up here. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I was going to give this to Guy, a friend of mine, who was going to let me into that panel today, and he wasn't able to do it, so I got one from somebody else. So I'm just going to give this one away, too. Awesome. Sounds good. This is really cool. This is a Chewbacca 3D pen. It's one of our newest ones. Nice. So we'll just give that one to somebody. Right now, how's your day going so far? It's going very, yeah. very well. <laughs> I'm a long day. Chad and Q. Congratulations, Chad. Sort of like the Star Wars prices, right? Yeah. Come on down. Come on down. Congratulations. Save some for me, of course. I'm going to friend you all on Facebook. Nice. Okay, so the next name is Daniel Lopez. Congratulations. Hey, nice shirt. Yeah, I like that shirt. Do you get a coffee mug? Do I get a coffee mug? So we, can, we can make that happen. We, can make that happen. Yeah, yeah. we know a guy. <laughs> so definitely like a coffee mug. Uh, Robert Mercano. All right. All the way from Florida. Yeah. I, I can tell already he's not going to do this. Yeah. This is like a small one. Eric's going to be so jealous. He is. But you can change it at our table. Thanks, Christian. We got one more. One more. Anybody else want to win a ring? Who wants to win a ring? <laughs> All right. Well, now we ball, ball, right? Yeah. And before I, I pick this, if you don't mind me saying, do you have a uh, celebration exclusive or our DVD two pin? Okay. Uh, we yeah. only had a thousand of them made, and we sold about two hundred of them now. So you probably go down there if you want to pick one up. Only eleven dollars. I want to see. I want the pendant. <laughs> Which one? Uh, uh, it's not coming in until tomorrow. All right, I'll be there. You know, and someone in accounting is going to hear it from me when I get That's back. That's right. <laughs> Or someone from the management, I should say. But we have plenty of these still out, so if you guys want to buy get one, that would be awesome. Very good. All right, so the last person, excuse me? Booth number 1103. Would you like me to say it again? I love saying 1103. Right. 1103. Anyway, so here we go. The last person is Doritha Chow. Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. So they put these things back in there. Yes. Sure. Um, just put my ears back. Okay, Kevin, thank you so yes, much. North Lee, Kevin Lyle. Thanks, guys. I'll see you guys next time. Thanks. All right. Um, we have another giveaway. We, um, we've been talking about these coffee mugs for coffee with Kenobi, and we've been asked repeatedly probably since almost two years since we, we started, started this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That people want people want the mugs. And 
Um, we'll let you know a little secret. Yeah, yeah we made we made a little sort of a test run of these, and then we showed them to Lucasfilm. And they said, "Oh yeah, that's like copyright and stuff." And we said, "Okay, that's cool. We respect that." And we had to go through a legal thing and got a nice letter at home from Lucasfilm with my name on it, and we had permission to make twelve mugs, and we had to put some extra legal stuff on here, and we are doing that. Yeah. We like working well with Lucasfilm. We, we enjoy that very much. So we, what we have is we have um, raffle tickets, and you are guaranteed one. We will mail them to you as soon as they are done and everything has been approved, but you are guaranteed to have one. Okay? So no worries there. And I think, Pam, you were wanting to do some drawing, too, so would you like to come up here and draw a few for us? All right. Pam is one of our coffee to draw. Nice to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you, too. There's so many people I've been dying to meet. Yeah, who here has uh, actually met someone they've met online for the first time? Isn't that amazing? How awesome is that, right? Well, Troy and Tommy, I've known for 10 years, first time we've actually met face-to-face. -face. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay, Dave, Mediocre Jedi. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you win one of the mugs, uh, Troy, back there in the, the very charming... Off with Kenobi Anaheim T-shirt. Uh, make sure you give him your address and your name, and we'll get those out to you. How many are we doing? Uh, we have we have twelve. Twelve okay. yeah. Awesome. So we got eleven left. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I can't read that writing. T R T R T R U. True. Troy. Troy, is that, is that Troy? Is that you? I'll tell you just by writing. I'll be honest. Oh, wow. That's so mean. It's uh, weird. Uh, yeah. Write your name down the whole scar and call your own person. I'm good, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we have Shane Martin. All right. Congratulations. He's right. He's right here. Actually, you know what? After this, maybe you just stay right there. We'll just run back and find you. And honestly, this wasn't fixed, and I read it this time the right way. Brandy Meckler. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, that's very kind of you. Thank you very much. Okay. Yeah, let's hear, that's that. let's hear for generosity. That's what this song is all about. Awesome. Okay, Seek. Seek Donnelly. Really? Oh, I know Seek. I was a former student of mine that 10 years. Ago, so. Darn. Uh, Would you see him today? See him today. All right, let's, let's give it to Tom. You trust me, Dan. I trust you. Okay. You seem like an honest fellow. Okay. <laughs> Arnold Rivera? Arnold? No. Nope. Isn't that you gotta hold it away. You know how old I am, right? <laughs> okay. Arnold Rivera? No. Okay. All right. Farmer. I'll take it. <laughs> Mike, is your name in here, dude? Aaron Gowen. Oh. All right, Aaron. Aaron. Congratulations. Star Wars Bookworms. Star Wars Bookworms. Angela Blade. <laughs> <laughs> Keith Brown. Congratulations, Keith. Right. Right. 
Ma- Mark Carter. There he is. Awesome. Congratulations. Roan. Ian? Is it Ian Roan? Oh. All right. Congratulations. <laughs> Forgive me. I'm trying. I'm really trying. Okay. Wes Majaris? All right. All right, Wes. Two more. Two more. Last two. Jorge Avila? Yes, no? Ooh. Jorge Avila? <laughs> going once, going twice? That happened. Okay. Farmer? Yeah. <laughs> Greg Parsons? <laughs> I hear a lot of familiar names. You're willing to be anybody today. <laughs> Teresa, you know. Do you know okay. him? Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't think that would work. Of course I know. <laughs> Rodney Brown. Rodney. Yeah. And the last winner of that awesome coffee Kenobi with coffee Kenobi mug is Scott Parsons. All right, Scott. Wow. Yeah. Yes, no? Nope. Oh, no. Wow. Oh, I so. still, they just wanted the trading cards in the Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's And Angela McMillan. Yes. Yes. Congratulations, yeah. Longworth. Yeah. Thank you, ladies, very much. All right, so here's what we're going to do. We, um, we're still going to make other mugs. Yeah. We're just going to make them. I mean, everybody who got their thing, we're going to tweak them so they're more legit. We'll, we'll talk with you about good strategies for that. <laughs> yeah. All right. That sounds good. All right, so this is Coffee with Kenobi. One of the best parts for us about this is that we get to talk with fans from all over the world, and literally it's happening in Celebration. So here's your chance to come to the mic and ask any questions about Star Wars, about the trailer, about Celebration, about us, whatever. Off your insights, you just want to say hello and say, hey, I was on the podcasting stage. Come on down. Uh, if you can line up maybe over there, single file. Thomas, I'm going to have you in charge of that. All right. And uh, we'll be happy to answer your comments or questions. we got about eight minutes, so. That's it. No one, don't be shy. Come on, guys. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. Come on down. You did a great job. Come on up, guys. Open mic. A celebration. How often did that? <laughs> All right, let's have first. First up, Dean Story. All right, welcome, Dean. It's great to meet you guys. Yeah, I love your podcast. I Thank appreciate you. all you do for us out there. Thank you so much. It's it's so wonderful to have such insightful stuff. Every it's anyway. Sorry, we, we appreciate kind of that. No, don't be sorry. <laughs> so I'm Continue, Dean Story. I traveled out here from Atlanta. Okay. And I, first of all, I just wanted to describe for everybody who's listening the palpable feeling. I was in there for. Um, but live in the celebration stage. And during that trailer, you could just feel the hairs. It was just, you felt the electricity in the room. It was amazing. You could feel the force flowing through you from everybody <laughs> in the audience to where the hairs on my arm raised up. And it was, it's undescribable. Um, and from the trailer, what I'd like to bring up is the uh, Luke saying, my father had it. Yeah. My sister had it. And I had it. 
And then he says, and you have it too. And then there's the fade to black for a moment. And then you see Poe Dameron in his X-Wing going, woo, and skimming across the water. And I'd like to kind of get your reaction on how you feel that ties in to the whole, just the to whole, whether yeah. he's implying that, you know, is there um, a yeah. connection there that they necessarily, that they showed Poe right after he said, and you have it too. I mean, I, I think, again, from a storytelling perspective, it would be hard to avoid that as a possible connection that, you know, the whether it's, it's hard to say what they're going to do with, is Luke Scarford going to have children in these films, right? Um, but we, it, it seems reasonable to assume that Han Solo and Princess Leia will have children. I mean, clearly. Right. So, I, I mean, I don't know how it could be avoided. Well, uh, I, you know, it's it's something that um, has to be told. I mean, this is a new story. I think that uh, the Force is always going to continue. And the whole the whole saga itself has been about the Skywalker family. Um, so it's, it's kind of almost implied a little bit that um, they would carry that, that family tree on. Yeah. Uh, so I think that um, it, it seems... That it has to be that way, um, to, to for it to be passed along and passed down, uh, like Thomas said, it was passed along to uh, uh, the, the next uh, the next folks that would be taking on that. Yeah. Mantle. To me, this trailer just sort of shifted the concept because we had thought that Ray was on Tatooine, and right? Also, we also have maybe it's Ray, mm-hmm. and this sort of shifted it for me. So I just wanted to give you. Something. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for being up here. Thank you very much. We literally have five minutes and we got to do some of the end, so um, we'll just do a quick rapid fire. Come on down, sir. It's Tommy Neck. Finally. All right, well, I'm going to keep it brief because the gentleman before me already kind of took the point I wanted to talk about, which was who is Luke exactly talking to when he does that speech? So that's a great uh, little teaser for us. Um, Really, the only other thing out of that trailer, obviously, going to that I'm really just going to be pondering over the next several months is where did they find Vader's helmet and why? Yes. Yeah. Um, they, I don't know. I'm sure some of you probably might have seen the teaser or leaks online where they talk about you might see Vader's helmet in the film. So I was kind of like, <laughs> or in the, not in the film, but in the, in the trailer. And I was kind of like, okay, great. They're going to you know, show that. But did it burn and destroy and kind of, you know, obviously from the pyre. So who dug it up, who found it, and why is going to be a great thing for fans to speculate on, and I'm sure you guys will be talking about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Vader, how did you feel when you saw Vader's helmet? I, that was the part of the trailer where I cried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Mike, so that's the part of the trailer where he cried for people in here. Yeah, I, I agree. That was just stunning. Well, I, Thank I, you. Tom. One oh, more sorry. observation I, I thought of, too. Uh, from the teaser from last year, uh, we had a voiceover from, uh, I'm losing the track of his name. Um, Andy Circus. Andy Circus, thank you. Andy Circus is a voiceover. We don't know his relation I want to, you know, it, it was a little more different, but we had Luke Skywalker's voiceover. So, you know, we have we would have a dark trailer versus a light trailer. Oh, um, interesting. So you're I, insightful. This, I that, hey. yeah. yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, real quick, we have our two. I want to thank Becca for videoing for us. Thank you so much, yes. Becca. Applause for us. Thank you, Randy and Boy, for all the wonderful things they've done for us today. Thank you so much. Come on down. Hi, I'm loving being here. This is so wonderful. I love everything Star Wars. And I have to say, I love just about everything Disney, too. I love Disney. I love what they've done. But I have to admit, I was a little nervous. Disney has its feel. Star Wars is its own world. And I think for all of us that do love both, there was a little concern of 
will it still be Star Wars? Mm-hmm. There is the prequel look, there is the old trilogy look, and I was a little curious to see how the two would mesh well together. It was such a relief. I know with with the trailer, I was wondering, is it all going to just be CGI? And Because I love J.J. Abrams, but that's not quite the same thing as Star Wars, usually, his traditional right. movies. Right. So it was such a relief to be able to see that this is still Star Wars. This is still awesome. It's still our world. <laughs> yes. Yes. Amen to that. That's right. Thank you so much. The curious thing will be is, as you said, this is about the Skywalker family. So we have Luke, we have people, everyone else in his family. The question would be, how much will Vader actually play directly? At the end of episode six, he's standing there with Yoda, with Obi-Wan. How much will he actually, Vader, be in this? That's true. I don't know. I've got a thought on that Uh, real quick. Uh, Vader, excuse me, Um, his legacy, we see that. Um, even in the original trilogy, we every talk about Vader. I flew with him. I knew him as a pilot. Blah blah blah. I knew his legacy. Uh, so he's, he's definitely uh, ramifications have been uh, throughout the entire saga. So I would like to say that you know it's not his death has not been unheard of or hasn't been uh, touched by everyone uh, within within the galaxy. So I think his presence there, uh, Force Ghost or not Force Ghost, uh, I think that uh, is definitely something that'll be present prevalent uh, moving on. Absolutely. Thank you so much. We've got 30 seconds. Come on down real quick. Steven. 30 well, seconds for our celebration. Great to be here. So I just want to bring it back to what you were talking about at the start of the show with um, overcoming fear. And I sort of feel like it's something that there's obviously like that you have big moments, but it's never something that fully goes away. And I feel like the remnant of the Vader, Vader mask is sort of that, you know, Luke and maybe some of the other characters are going to have to deal with that again. And also with them, um, Kane and Rebels get a big victory defeating the Inquisitor, but he's got more things to overcome. I mean, he has to face Darth Vader for goodness sake. Like, he's going to have a tough time. It's true. Well, yeah, and that's how that mask becomes the embodiment of the fear and it's become Ash because Luke <coughs> conquered it in a, a powerful way. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So thank you so much for being a part of the Celebration Podcasting stage. I want to throw a shout out to Rob Wainfer, Lisa Dullard, and we've got Matt Moore. We've got Legends Library with Luke and Randy. We've got our bloggers, Melinda. We've got Ajua. We've got Becca and Pam. We've got Craig Dickinson. We've got James. We've got Jay. We've got Jeff McGee. We've got Troy. We've got Scott Murray. We've got Joe Taylor. We've got Ryder. We've got Alex Ward, James Worthington. We have got a lot of blogs going on, and we would love to have you read and tweet to us. We're, of course, on Twitter, we're on Facebook. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Write a review. That would certainly be a wonderful thing. Thank you so very much. Yeah, for thank you, guys. Here. None of this is uh, possible we without all of you guys. So thank you very much for having us. Uh, you know, be able to do this and uh, continue on. So uh, because of you guys, like, like I said on the show, it's like none of this stuff is possible without the fans. So. Anything we do is definitely for you guys, and we enjoy doing it. So thank you very yes. much. No discussion without each and every one of you. We are so grateful for all of you. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful celebration. Yeah, Please come guys. Thank you.
This podcast is not endorsed by the Walt Disney Company or Lucasfilm Limited. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. The official Star Wars website can be found at www.starwars.com. Star Wars, all names, sounds, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Disney and their respective trademark and copyright holders. All original content of this podcast is the intellectual property of Coffee with Kenobi unless otherwise indicated. This is the podcast you're looking for. There's no one here. 